Alright, what happened when we try to do somebody else's job? I don't say shit. <laughs> no, I can't. You got DJ, you got DJ. <laughs> Blue? <laughs> Blue? Yeah, go ahead, <laughs> man. My rest of this table's gonna be trouble. Trouble. <laughs> Alright, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> he said that, was that you who you said that to? Yeah. 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 You can say, I'm about to start charging 50 an hour. I pay you to spend red clothes. That's all you do. That's it. You don't deserve nothing, you don't get nothing. All right, here we go. I got to be in there. You heard about what's going on in there? Heard a lot of bullshit talk, I know that much. This isn't bullshit, my friend. Do you know something? Don't listen. What do you know? Maybe I do and maybe I don't. What I say is they got no business negotiating. Yeah, We're be going back in there with a bullet for everybody in the yard. Oh, is that right? I think it's we do it now, we do it later. Latering can be no use. You see. Am I right, Al? Now, wait, 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 wait a minute, Frank. We got a lot of the angry guys in there. Black Muslims, Panthers, Young Lords. Besides you, average anti-social. So we got to go in, right? Clean their clocks. Up in the dupes, he gives me the scoop about the fake ass truths and how niggas out there wanna play. I take another hit of the way and then I blast away. How far, player? Far enough to go off the edge. I push another nigga off the ledge, so I stumble as I slide to the ship. Yeah, my eyes kind of teary and gun kind of heavy. Sorry. I'm a walking dead man, is what they call me You're when I'm coming. Got the big ass on my chest, so I'm kind of gun and high power. I'm my way to the west side right? to check up right? on the chickens. It's a hell of a drive, so drive on. As I hit my dodo stick to the break of dawn, crime fighting's what I do. And niggas in my crew don't take lightly to you busters. And so we say, fuck you, then fuck you. Tuck you in for the night As you think about the paper at the funeral site So when I'm hanging with the click and we in demand I feel good that huh? the city of angels call me black oh, I got something else for you, what? Just when I thought it wouldn't get no sicker What? Woke up one morning and heard this weird ass motherfucker talking out the side of his neck <laughs> Told you we also do shit this Me year. and all my peoples Started We always thought he was straight Influential motherfucker when it came to the business. But now, 10 more days. Since we know how you really feel, 10 more days. It's how we feel. Fuck down, try. Fuck down, try. Yeah, nigga, fuck down, try. Yeah, yeah, fuck down, try. Yeah, fuck down, try. Yeah, fuck down, try. I'm not getting don't do Yeah, nigga, fuck down, try. Yeah, I like white folks, but I don't like you. like you. All the niggas in the hood wanna fight you. Surprise the nation of Islam ain't tried to find you. Have a rally out and it no sir. Home of the ride, the king ride, we don't give a fuck. Right there. Uh ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the first podcast of 2021. Nice at the round table. Uh welcome back to Greatness. You know, we um been trailblazing. We've been making some noise all last year. To the first-time listeners, wherever y'all came from, thank y'all for finding us. 
subscribing, listening, tuning in. Uh, for all the returning listeners, thank y'all as well for y'all support. Thank y'all for hanging in there as always. Wanted to start off something new. Start start off with something new. Um, kind of set the tone. You know, whole another vibe, whole another energy. So yeah, we back, and uh, we're gonna go around the table as always, and uh, introduce everybody who's here. Starting off with Ian. What up, Kurt? Yo, Riley. Start guy. And brother Banks, what's happening? What's good? Yeah, yeah. All right. So, since we last left y'all, needless to say, a lot of stuff has happened. But before we even jump into that, um, like I said before, thank y'all for subscribing, tuning in, listening, downloading, uh, sharing on every platform, uh, Apple, Spotify, iHeart, a few others to come very soon. But um, Happy New Year to everybody listening. Like I said, this is the first podcast of 2021. And uh, we can definitely gonna baptize y'all with some some new stuff. So, um, how was everybody's New Year? It was cool. Went out to eat. Other than that, set up, set up the house. Ain't much else to do. Okay. Kurt. Sure's all right, man. I think, um, yeah, spent on the couch with the wife and the kids. Even the teenager girl came down. <laughs> she surprised me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so. She had a friend over too, but we just chilled out watching the uh, the ball drop in the living room, you know, so that was cool. That's what's up. That's what's up. Riley. Yeah, same thing. You know, chilled at the house. Um, me and my girl uh, watched the ball drop then fell asleep. That's good stuff. What's up? Banks, what about you? How you bringing the new year, bro? Same, man. This is at the house. I was asleep before the ball even dropped, so. <laughs> Damn, you are. And I feel him, I feel him. That's that close to 40 shit. <laughs> we watched that shit drop two, three different times. We watched the um, drop in Chicago, no, Louisiana. And then we tried to step and watch the other one um, on West Coast time. So we did that shit. So every time the ball dropped, we just did the whole damn countdown again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She missed the first one. She missed it when he dropped here. Her ass up to play the dog. Mm. And, no, she was doing her hair, matter of fact. She was fixing her hair. He was like, you got 30 seconds. Yeah. yeah. You know, you know, kids gotta go on TikTok oh. and get up and get ready for that shit. Mm. So she doing that. Like, you got 30 seconds. And she kept on playing around with it. So we start counting down. She come out. Happy New Year. Y'all didn't tell me. Like, nigga, we said 30 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> so we did, um, so we caught her. And, um, on the, um, the New Orleans dropped their ball. Uh-huh. And I had to walk out that shit because um, that nigga Big Freedom was on. <laughs> <laughs> I can't watch this shit. <laughs> That's a Jay's boy's boy. Yeah. yeah. So the one thing about New Year's is that everybody does these resolutions and everybody has these sometimes like lofty, insurmountable goals that they set for themselves that they know good and damn well that they're not going to stick to. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, well, they will for the first 15 days. Exactly. Exactly. So the one thing that I'm going to say, my New Year's resolution is for this podcast to be even larger uh, than it was in 2020. Uh, we came on board August 1st of 2020 um, with no advertising. With no advertising at all. We made some splashes. We made some waves. We got a lot of worldwide and uh, nationwide recognition. And my future, I mean, my, my ambitions for this podcast is to go even bigger and better this year. That's that's pretty much all I got as far as that go. Um, Banks, what about you? You got any, did you um, set any uh, New Year's resolutions for you or your family? 
not really, man. I just want to, I want to travel this year. Like, I haven't traveled in like two years. So, you know, we got like cabin fever, cabin fever right now. I'm trying to look at uh, somewhere to go, man. Might end up just going to Cleveland or, you know, try to do something, man. Don't Get to a it, beach or something. like this ain't no vacation destination, <laughs> It is, man. It is. I, I look forward to coming to Cleveland, man. So it is definitely a, a getaway. That's what's up. That's what's up. We'll be glad to have you back, brother. So, um, 2020 has, um, as, as, of, as of us recording this, we're uh, 10 days into 2020. 2021. 2021, my bad. I was, yeah, I'm stuck in the last year. You would beat that shit up. I really don't. I promise you I don't. Um, so, we got one week down and uh, 51 more to go. But the first week has been very interesting. So, you're not going to ask us about our, uh, our goals for 2021? Just banks and you and that's it? You nodded your head he's, he's in, in, grits, in the grits. Oh, okay, let, let me backtrack. I'm no, sorry. No, no, cool. I'm sorry. Because <laughs> last time uh, Curtis got fired. Curtis ain't get fired. You 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 talked about uh, you know our our uh, likeness <laughs> for for moving forward. Uh, all right. Okay. Dark skin Riley next week. All right. So my bad. Let me go around the table. What's 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 y'all goals? Fuck it. I don't even want to talk about it. Oh, okay. He. Come on, Blue, what's your goals for 2021? <laughs> no comment. <laughs> yeah, what you got for 2021? Uh, and I owe you a congratulations, too, because you mentioned it in the last pod, but we didn't give you your congratulations uh-huh. on expected. Yeah, appreciate it. Yeah, man, congratulations to Ian. Got a baby on the way. I, I want to get out and travel a little bit like Banks. Mm-hmm. Uh, had a baby. Be healthy, and uh, that's, that's all I got for right now. And keep trending the way I'm going. Where are we going? Mm-hmm. Us as a podcast, me with my family. Y'all with y'all family. So, that's my goal for you. That's what's up. That's what's up. You want to share now? All right. <laughs> <laughs> um, just a health, healthy baby, you mm-hmm. know, on the way, coming in April. Um, and just, you know, for, for all of us to have some success, man. Continued success. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we've been doing it right for a long time, so, you know, I think if we just stick with it, we're going to keep keep being right. That's good stuff. That's it. Blue, you want to add in now? No comment. Don't <laughs> <laughs> no, with you. <laughs> <laughs> no, for real, um, I plan on graduating this year. I'm doing my capstone project and everything, so I graduated my third degree in April and May. That's about it. Um, you know, the travel, the um trip planning to Costa Rica in October and the wife planned another trip um, to the Dominican Republic. So that's on the agenda. And then I might sneak up to Barbados without Ian because got my wife happy about doing that shit. So we might sneak over there. So we'll try to do three trips this year. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. So he's taking the vaccine three times, huh? I ain't taking Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's to say I need to leave? Yeah. So be it. <laughs> Alright, so yeah, travel's pretty much a general consensus with everybody, which is, you know, like Banks was saying, you know, that cabin fever starting to set in with everybody. So traveling is definitely something everybody's looking forward to. But yeah, this, um, you know, we got a we got a, a very eventful 2021 ahead of us for everybody. This past week, um, I made the call last week to, you know, hold on for recording because I didn't want to do it back to back from the, the year end because it really wasn't much that had just transpired and I didn't want to start off the year hitting everybody with some fluff holding off that week kind of worked in our favor because it gave us quite a bit to talk about for the most part 
you know, we're going we gonna to address some stuff that y'all might have heard elsewhere, but y'all ain't heard it from us, so it don't count. But let's talk about the the biggest thing that happened. We're going to jump right into it, is the the riot at the U.S. Capitol. Um, some shit that looked like... The invasion? Uh, huh? The invasion? The riot. That, yeah, the, the insurrection, <laughs> the invasion, the riot. Shit like something out of Olympus is falling. Yeah. Um, honest to God, like if <laughs> it really did. Like you, I swear you would have thought you was watching stars instead of CNN. Um, the way that that took place, um, and it was all led by <sighs> current and sitting President uh, Trump, who got up there and rallied his his uh, nutless wonders to head down to the Capitol building and you know provoke violence and. Just pretty much just raise hell because he didn't get his way. Um, let's go around the table and, 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 and get everybody's take on how they felt when they saw it and what was the first thing that went through your mind when you saw that. <laughs> no, I think it was, uh, I mean, it was expected, you know what I mean? You know, when he first got elected, we all thought, like, man, what what's, what's the worst he could do? You know, I always thought he was going to hit one of those nuclear buttons, but... You know the way that he uh, he has the country divided, man. This was definitely expected. You know when he announced that they were going to do the, uh, you know that uh, that rally on the sixth. I mean, you just knew that something was going to pop off, man. Like the dude, it's not rap tight. You know he don't have you know any type of empathy. He don't care about the country. More worried about you know what how he going to benefit. You know opposed to you know millions of people you know, dying from a, from a, you know, a pandemic, you know, and, uh, you know, it was expected, man. You know, this guy was just not, just not rap tight, not fit to be a president. So, you know, it didn't surprise me at all. Yeah. No, I definitely echo a lot of your sentiments, brother. Um, this, I think what he, what he did was one of the many things that a lot of people, some people feared, um, you know, a lot of people saw it coming, you know, once he started to speak to the, silent majority as they call them um i i knew it was gonna be some some honestly guy I, I knew it was gonna be something during his 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 reign i didn't think it was gonna be like this i swear i think it was gonna be like this um and what you got on it bro might have been the for me one of the greatest days in american history i have personally seen uh it is it was the, you can see that you see a stark difference plain as day in between how one, one people are treated versus the other. You see what some people are allowed to get away with and what others aren't. You see, basically, I mean, it's basically everything I've been saying since we've been starting this, this podcast. Uh, there's a big ass difference. It, there's no denying it. There's you see when you got certain people behind you, what you're, what you're capable of doing, what's allowed, what's let, let be done, all that. So to me, it was great. To, it was honestly great to see. Uh, you see that the government ain't what you what you think it is, what you've been told, or what you thought it was gonna be. It ain't. It's not the same thing you you've always had faith and believed in. It's I've always long felt that it was it was like that. It just got the right person in there to, to show it. And that's why I always said I like listening to him and seeing what he do because he is telling he's telling the truth. 
about the way the shit really works in my eyes, in my opinion. That's how I feel America's always been. And now the world sees and can't deny that they saw what America is. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm surprised. I mean, you know, surprised that it happened. Actually happened. Um, I'm not surprised at the attempt. I'm surprised that it was successful. Um, but, you know, like Ian said, I mean, it's, you know, it is, it is. <laughs> and this was one of the reasons why I was, I would have been for him being reelected because this, you know, I mean, stuff like this would have happened outside of the White House, you know, and, and it would have affected more um, close to home um, to, to help, you know, kind of generate some change. But with this happening the way it happened, hopefully it's, you know, a big enough smack in the face to people that aren't us, you know, uh, to, to say, okay, we got we to gotta change some shit. Um, because, I mean, something like that is, is never supposed to happen. I mean, shit, you, I mean, you can't get in somebody else's own house that easily. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Let alone the White House. Right. Um, but, uh, yeah, man, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I feel, I feel ashamed as an American because it made us look so much made us look so weak mm -hmm. you know what I mean to, to allow something that to, something like that to happen like I'm looking at it like okay well shit if if, if regular people quote unquote can get into the White House the you know what I mean right. can overtake the, the White House then where can somebody who, who was who was planned it for years maybe even decades what could they do you know what I mean it's that easy right so that's the part I'm kind of concerned about and ashamed of as just, you know, because I live here, <laughs> mm -hmm. you know, um, but, you know, like I said, it's, it's like you said, it's, it's to be expected from him, um, it's just, it's just still wow, like, I'm still, like, in awe, mm -hmm. and then shocked, like, damn, they really got in there, and then nobody was, like, one person, well, how many people hurt? So, uh, one lady did. One lady did. Five and, people died. Mm -hmm. and that's, and, but, but to see people get, like, Ushered yeah. out of the White House that wasn't supposed to be in the White House. Capital, yeah. Like you're ushering people. Oh, excuse me. Oh no, watch your step as you leave from yeah. breaking into my house. Yeah. <laughs> what? So. Yeah. So my thing is, y'all talking about this four years of making this shit in on people's minds. Before, on me, for me, it's been my mind for the past twelve years. I thought they probably did shit like this when Obama was in office. To prove their point, you know, they had a black man in the country. That shit, when he got elected, everything is boiled up and then all the, the racist rednecks and the um, right wing nut jobs about the world work. <laughs> they found the, um, they needed somebody to lead the army though. So they found the biggest dummy out there that ain't no shit. He led him to the, to the finish line. He did what he was supposed to do. So I'm like, for me, I said, I've been watching for 12 years, you know, come to a boiler point and then on the 6th, just watch it overflow. So. Got out of the way, so now on to my next prediction. I don't know what it is just yet, but um, I said that shit was too easy. You know, like when I was talking about overseas enemies and saw how easy it was by some regular 
people with some flags kicking the front door of Capitol. And then the crazy part about it, it might be an inside job too. This is my, my thought. They're talking about um, Senator Claiborne has an office that has no name plate on it, can't identify it, and they found his office. Black guy. Mm -hmm. Pelosi office is inside of names. Can't find her office at all. If you're a regular person, they found her office in 11 minutes. The building been closed to the publicist's watch. So how the hell they gonna find out where her office is that quick? And this paper office that quick without no, without no guide, no blueprint laid out without the inside help. So it's bigger than just the, the rednecks coming in and getting dope. It's about inside the Capitol and one of these senators that gave them a blueprint, the whole layout of the place. Yeah. But they ain't kick in the door. They got let in. Oh, yeah. yeah. Ushered in. Yeah. Helped in. I saw. Yeah. So it's crazy. The one thing, um, the one thing that when I was watching this man is um, something that Ian was saying a while back, and it's you know this this whole um, riot um, being led by Trump. Trump pulled the curtain back on America, big time. Like even exposed America big time, and. We was talking before we started recording. I was telling Riley that, and we, me and was talking about the the office of the president. It doesn't have the same esteem now that it that it had once before. And in so many ways, you can look at this man. Like one thing that bothers me is the fact that Trump got in the office on the heels of President Obama being in the office. So it looks even more like anybody can get into the White House. Anybody can get into be president of the United States. I mean, Reagan proved that being an actor, but then like Trump got in, who pretty much like took a a shit on the Republican Party years ago, and then <laughs> finally decided to run with the Republican Party because those are the people that he most, you know, he related to. And and then, you don't think so? He just told me he said I will run as a Republican. They just called him stupid and said he said X, Y, Z and get elected as a Republican. So they did exactly and, what he said he was going to do. Yeah, they did. He called the shot. I think also, too, man, like, with Biden getting in the office, um, I think other countries will respect Biden. Uh, other leaders, I'll say, they respect Biden more than they respect the Trump. But now it's just like, you gotta like what can you do to bring some esteem back to you know what, what can you do to bring some sort of esteem back to the office of the white house right now i'm gonna say nothing there's nothing that you can really do at this point i mean i'm pretty sure you can do some pandering to the un and other places but this guy came in and did in four years what other countries have been doing for a number of years to make you know america feel this big and he showed the whole country, even the people that live in the country, like, this office ain't shit. This job ain't nothing. Anybody can get in here and do it. Nothing that he ever said was presidential. Nothing that he ever said, for the most part, was factual. You know, he just got up there and it was like he was having a conversation with thousands of his best friends whenever he got to the podium. They believe that shit. Everything you said, they, they soaked it up. They, they ate it up. They ate it up big time. So now, <laughs> Biden to a degree, has more of a shit show that he has to clean up than Obama did, you know, in his eight years, behind the eight years that uh, Bush Jr. got in there and tore the country apart. But, um, 
you know, and I, I was saying something too, like, you know, everybody was, you know, saying, well, where was the police and where was the National Guard at during all this time? You know, and again, one of the talks that we had prior to us recording, you cannot be in two places at once. If you notice the crowd thinned out, then the law enforcement crowd grew. You saw the law enforcement opening up the barriers. You saw them opening up the gates. You saw the cell phone footage when the people was running into the Capitol. Officers and security people were standing there, like, ushering the people in, letting them in. So that's how they found these officers. That's how they walked in, taking pictures, walking through the, you know, the, the foyer in the, the little auditorium, you know, like, like they lived there. You know what I'm saying? Like, they were entitled to be there. Scaling the White House. I mean, it's White House. Scaling the Capitol walls. Like, nobody was getting picked off. Nobody was getting shot. No, Because they are entitled to be there. Because of that. You that huh? You ain't. Yeah. Because I, I got the wrong paint job. Right. <laughs> you know? So, yeah. so, so everybody, it bothered, it bothered me that people are so in shock or disbelief or in awe. I can't believe how this happened. Don't understand why this happened, how, how they did this, and why can't we be like that? That bothers me that people don't realize yeah. that it's a difference. It's two sets of rules. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, right. it is. And But that ain't, that whole thing that they had going on that day has nothing, it has nothing to do with us. Mm -hmm. It benefits us in the long run, but that wasn't none of our business to be a part of. It was basically them signaling to the world like you said, Curtis, it, would, it looked bad to the rest of the world to how it happened. How could I mean, we look weak by letting it happen? Anybody that has any kind, any kind of sense as far as the leader understands that it was let, they let it happen. They know damn well they couldn't do. No, nobody else from no place in the world could come in here and do what they did because they showed the rest of the world with us that you are not allowed by this motherfucker. When we want to shut this bitch down, we would shut this bitch down and we can't nobody get close to nothing over here. <laughs> so they showed the world that they can do what they want. They showed the world how they treat us as opposed to everyone else. So that's why I keep saying it was a great day because the rest of the world sees everybody looks to America as this great pure uh, country, this ideal of democracy and all the other shit. But now they can see, if you didn't see, everybody see what went on in, in history. But now, and everybody say it's not an issue, in 2021, a few days into the, into the new year, <laughs> it's right back in your face. So the shit was great. And then the police were all involved with it, but then you got the president who controls the National Guard in D.C. Mm -hmm. And he said, hell no, nah, y'all ain't going over there. So it was all orchestrated that showed you, showed me, showed the world that they let it happen, wanted it to happen. And it's every, every movie you see or everything you, it was a real, uh, a real live power play in our face. Yeah. By Trump, intimidation and all that shit. Mm -hmm. Which is, which, if you paid attention to him, you knew what he was capable of, nobody believed that he would do it. Which I don't believe, I don't understand why nobody believed this man would do it. Because yeah. he told you, showed you time and time again, he was going to do whatever he wants, what he wants, mm -hmm. especially when he don't get his way. Right. The man could lie to you that say I have more people at my inauguration <laughs> than anybody else in history and tell you the picture don't, don't, <laughs> picture don't me equal shit. <laughs> the number of people there. 
that motherfucker told you what we gonna, what the four years gonna be. And he said, fuck it, I still got uh, 14, that was 14 days. You got still nine, what, nine days left? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you kick me on Twitter, whatever you want to. But everybody know I give me a burner account and go right back to it. <laughs> now, let's talk about that. Let's talk about that. I'm a, um, over, the, over this over this past weekend, um, Twitter finally pulled the plug on his uh, his Twitter account. Uh, something that he's been using during his, his presidency in the most... I don't even know how to put it, but it, basically he, he was using it in the most unpresidential way, let's just say that. He was uh, spewing hate, retweeting, you know, different hate groups, you know, uh, tweeting lies, um... Just doing all sorts of just wild stuff on Twitter. And, and and I guess after the riot, Twitter finally had enough, you know, mm-hmm. like 20 days into, you know, 20, I'm sorry, 20 days left at the time. It was like, yeah, now we're going to finally pull the plug. You know, it's too little, too late. Um, but it, it happened. Um, I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, I'm, I'm, I, I, I like wait, feel a way about that because Twitter prides themselves on being able to have freedom of speech you know that's one of the things that the ceo of twitter has always touted that's something that you know their their twitter security uh things usually mention um the man's been doing this shit for four years even longer when you if you look at some of his old tweets they used to tweet about obama and you know all sorts of other stuff and and, and there's a tweet that was surfacing that he basically condemned the exact action that happened that in, in like like several years ago he 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 posted a tweet condemning that mm-hmm. but then he okayed it um no nah, i didn't look it was it was it was already yeah i mean i just i just feel like it's it's very hypocritical of a social media site you know, and then everybody jumped on the bandwagon, you know, banning them, taking them off, you know. As somebody that uses social media to get your product out there, to get your services out there, how do, how do you feel about that? I mean, shit, he's in the same boat as everybody else that uses social media. Mm-hmm. You know, he's doing, he's doing what they allow him to do until they don't allow him to do it anymore. I mean, it's they fought for, you know, allowing it to happen, and, you know, obviously they, they had an opportunity to, to stop it whenever they wanted to, but it's hard to, you know what I mean, if, if he's providing content that people, you know, are, are entertaining, mm-hmm. then that helps Twitter. Yeah. So, you know, and at this point, they feel like they don't need him anymore, so they let him go. Yeah. yeah, it'll be somebody else next. Yeah, you know what I mean. That's just the way it go. It's just a Facebook jail, man. Right. <laughs> How many people been in that shit? Get your little time and come back out and say what you want to again until they put you back in there. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, it's 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 funny how it happened. Like at the last, like I said, for four years he's been doing it. But then it's like now it's like at the end of his presidency, they go ahead and pull the plug on him because they ain't got no more use for him. Yeah, but he don't care at that point. He shit, yeah. I can. I did what I had to do. Yeah, yeah. That's like that's like some that's like you know, somebody that's that's you know in their uh, the late stages of their lives, mm-hmm. and they just like you know no filter on what they say, no filter on what <laughs> they do. Mm-hmm. Like I live my life. Correct. I did what I wanted to do at this point, so I'm gonna continue doing it. And if you tell me I can't, 
I done did it already. I'm cool. Right. Fuck it. I don't get it. Like, what's the... They cut him off. So he allowed me to say whatever you want to. Mm-hmm. There, the, the motherfuckers that, that was there, they should get their shit cut off. Mm-hmm. For listening to following what this nigga said. Hey, mm-hmm. I can say whatever. I should be able to say just about anything I want to do. Anybody, I'm not telling you to do what the fuck I said. If your dumb ass dumb enough to go and storm the Capitol because I said some shit, then that's... <laughs> Clearly, you can't handle. Yeah, right. you, you not you not growing up not to listen to this stupid shit. Banks, how you feel about this, man? How you feel about the censorship that uh Trump got presented with on, on Twitter? I mean, it was justified. I mean, I, I really don't be on Twitter anyway, but uh, I think uh, you know he used to be saying too much bullshit out there, and you got these. I think most of his followers, man, they got like some type of mental health issues. You know what I'm saying? So they, they really can't they really can't discern like what's like what's real and what's fake. And they follow this fakeness, you know, this Q9 and all of this birther movements, you know, they really can't discern like what's real. So I think it's it was the best thing, man, to, to really try to calm down all of this this bullshit that's out here. So I really don't care, man. I think he, uh, it was well overdue. I don't know why they waited four years, you know, really, you know, more than four years, you know, the last 10 years, all the shit he's been saying. So I was good with it. Yeah. Yeah. Kurt, how, Blue, how you feel about it? I don't even care about this shit, man. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, it's too little too late. Don't, it don't even change nothing. So all I go to do, I said all these other news networks start news max, right? Bullshit like that start popping up. He go to now. Mm-hmm. Um, he still got Giuliani, so like he can't say shit. Well, he he just passed a message on him to Rudy, and hey, say this dumb shit for me, get these dumbasses riled up again. I'm two I'm two hundred million dollars away from uh, clearing this debt I owe, <laughs> you know. So keep putting this dumb shit out here. Mm-hmm. Hey, if I can hear, send this dumb shit. See who listens to me. Here, Eric, you still got his family involved. They ain't cut all that shit down. Not yet. They ain't cut that shit down. Cause they don't say enough dumb shit to um, get everybody riled up. But he can, he can filter out his message through that. So, like, if he's still this stuff off, he's still do it. He, he'll, do, he'll do it through Rudy as long as Rudy ain't busy in a hotel room with a team. But that's another yeah, story. Yeah, that, that's another thing, man. It's some shit like that, man. Like, my biggest thing is all the shit went down, nobody would be held accountable. Mm-mm. That's that's the part that's going on. On that point, when you say nobody be held accountable for any of the madness that happened, let's look at the even bigger elephant in the room. All of those, we want to say tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of people, say tens of thousands, thousands, period. Yeah, that's probably about 6,000 people. So thousands of people that was out there in Washington at the Capitol. And all of them was, let's say, 99. 8% of them was white. No, I think that was even That's why I say 99.8%. Some color in there. Yeah, it was a handful. Yeah. It was a handful. We're not saying anything that don't nobody already know. Even Joe Biden himself said it. If, if that would have been a Black Lives Matter movement, if that would have been anything black related, you would have witnessed the biggest mass killing on television. I'm pretty sure the cameras probably would have cut off. But you would have seen the biggest mowing down yeah, yeah, it's, it's debatable if they would have cut the cameras off. But you would have seen the biggest mass killing of blacks in United States, in, in, in world history. Yeah. Probably, probably, you know. Anybody know that? Yeah. yeah. Don't even talk about that. That's, that's the fact. I said, well, there's two different Americans. It's A-Way 
and what we had to do. Now, somebody said it a little bit ago about, I don't know if you were saying that it, it I don't know if somebody was saying that like, it makes it makes it better now or something like you know that everybody sees what happened, but okay. You, okay. So, make it great, baby. Okay, <laughs> okay. So, I think if anything, that presents even more of a problem in America. For what? Because it it it, it magnifies the fact that us as I mean we already knew it, we already knew it. Us, we lived it, we've seen it, but it just brings to the forefront even more that. As a black man, this is some shit you cannot do. As a white man, this is this is shit that you can't do. How was that, that, that an issue? Well, ain't that what your everybody was screaming with Black Lives Matter? Right. Yeah. All of a sudden, along this was this was the same. This was the same. What everybody was saying. Mm-hmm. It was draw attention to the plight. Draw attention to the problem. Uh, mm-hmm. Everybody got to see what's going on. When they see what's going on. Mm-hmm. It start. It start changing. We start getting things different. We had the conversation. Yeah, now. we can talk about it. Now we got the the conversation was one way before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was us saying shit or us being the uh, victim of it, and then be the, the I guess the perpetrators or, or the, the recipients of the benefits of it. Now they were the recipient of their the, their the bullshit allowed them to be the or, I don't know how to put it, but. What the fuck they did now allows everybody to say, well, goddamn, how the fuck it really is. We might not have thought, oh, y'all, was, y'all we were talking shit, it's criminals, it's this, it's mm-hmm. that, y'all, that's why this shit happens. And shit like getting shot in your bed, that's incidental, that doesn't happen. Now you have to look at this from a whole other angle, like, goddamn, they stormed the Capitol building, building of the United States, and nothing happened. Mm-hmm. One person got shot. They try to, and then it's, you start to see the labels turning. It was murdered, black person uh, died by the hands of police. Or it, the little trigger words start changing, but now you see the trigger words the other way. It's no longer a riot. It's a protest. It's this, it's that. Mm-hmm. It's, they're no longer the rioters. They're, they're not terrorists. And they call it now. You see white people calling for other white people to be named domestic terrorists. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You see what I'm saying? And it was, you got white people saying, well, what the fuck is, why ain't we doing this shit? Mm-hmm. Why ain't we saying this shit about us, but we call them this? So now it's, that's why I say it's great, because now you see, you can see the paradigm shift and change so everybody sees it in another direction as opposed to screaming at everybody, hey, this. Now and nobody having to listen because it doesn't affect them or they don't see it with their face on it. Mm-hmm. Now their face is to it. You got to say, we did this shit, we got away with this shit. And you see a picture of them motherfuckers on the steps with, with machine guns waiting for us to walk by or mm-hmm. stand there talking shit. Yep. And he put in the, the fact that most of the, the violence wasn't perpetrated or wasn't uh, kicked off by black people during over the summer. But you see that the their threat, their perceived threat of us doing nothing as mm-hmm. opposed to their lack of actual doing something. Lack mm-hmm. of threat uh, sense when it came to them and there was actually a fucking threat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So now that's that's what I want what people need to see is a shift in the way the world is seeing it, let alone us and white people. Yeah. And I think it like like you said, it's it's I like that you use the word threat because 
like you said, they, they, they look at us as, as black people as threats. Mm-hmm. When we don't, we're not trying to take over anything. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They're the threat because look at what they're doing. Like they literally went into the Capitol building because of a temper tantrum. Pretty much. And all we're saying is don't kill us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? So who's the threat? You know what I mean? And like Ian said, it, it, it was great because we got the chance. To, well, not we, because <laughs> we know. Right. But everybody else got a chance to see who the threat really is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know? And, and that's the part that needs to be addressed. Who's really the threat? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like... That's the making America great. It was great because we got a chance to see who the threat really is. Mm-hmm. And it was great because we got a chance to see an uh, uh, in-your-face denial of who the threat, who they think the threat really is. Mm-hmm. Like, no, don't come into my house. Wait, no, don't come into my kitchen. Wait, no, don't come into my bedroom. You're not a threat. <laughs> like, right. But you keep coming deeper and deeper into my house. Like, <laughs> no, you are a threat. Right, right. I think the, most, the best thing I enjoyed out of this whole situation when I went back to work on um, Wednesday, <laughs> I was called white people, white devils, and they ain't say shit. <laughs> they just looked at me and started smiling. I said, hey, someone was one dude, like I said, his name, hey, my walk out. What's up, white devil? <laughs> <laughs> I knew some shit was about to come out your mouth. <laughs> my supervisor said, I'm on what? He, I ain't seen him. I ain't seen that dude at all since this happened. Mm-hmm. But the wife, the wife was one pass away. Something like that. With a smile on my face. They just slipped at me. He's right. <laughs> we rocked the devil. We're bad people. I love it. <laughs> okay, so now, so now that, so well, not now, but in a couple days, right, we'll, we'll get uh, your guy out and your guy in. The other one ain't my guy, but all right. Okay, well, we'll get you. We'll get your guy out, and and your bane will be out of <laughs> So, so what? So, so what do you expect next from Biden? Yeah, that's hard to say. Um, I think more than anything, what I what I see, I don't expect anything from anybody in life, but I feel like Biden is going to do some some damage control. In his first uh, couple of days, couple of months, it's very like I said before. I, I don't so really is, have. So is that a new president resolution that, that you that you're looking for? Because we just talked about New Year's resolutions and how they don't really last throughout the year. No, nah, it's it's. <laughs> and and you know we got this new president coming in with a resolution that's Shit. not going to last that's throughout gotta, his term. That's, I'm about to say that would have to be a four year resolution more than a, 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 a New Year's right. resolution. <laughs> but it's nothing that he can really do. To, that's what I'm saying. Like yeah, you, I'm on my fault. The thing too, like you said. Um, Says all this about he, he got to do something right. So now the big the big thing that was in the front for everybody minds was the black agenda when he went go to office now. Mm-hmm. You know, got to win um, Georgia for we have pushed the black agenda. This should happen now. So what happened to the black agenda? Because that's what we're pushing the back burner now. Yeah. Now we're gonna get yeah. back together again. It's so all black agenda. Ain't gonna happen no time soon. I mean, it's a lot of shit. It's a lot of shit on his desk. It's a lot of shit on his desk, man. Listen, it's a lot of shit on his desk. I'm not. I'm not taking nothing away. You right about that. But I mean, it's a lot of things that he has to address, man. And I and I think, you know, I I see, you know, the 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> I fucked you up with that one. Lightweight, I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> it's a lot of things that need to be addressed. And I noticed that, like, for one, like, the black agenda is something that absolutely wholeheartedly has to be addressed or something. Something needs to be done about it. But <laughs> he ran on that though. But, but see, he, but see, he, he ran on that. Yeah, yeah, he ran on that. He yeah. even said that in his acceptance speech. Right. Like, you know, now, I, I, owe the, I owe the black community you know, a ton of gratitude, and I'm indebted to y'all for getting in office. But now, now, now y'all got to hold, hold on now. Hold yeah. on. I got some hold on, hold on, I got to patch the country up. Then I got to take care of the, the COVID situation. Mm-hmm. See? And then I'll get to y'all. Daddy do that next weekend. Daddy come pick you up next weekend. In all fairness. <laughs> <laughs> in fairness, in all fairness. This <laughs> In all fairness, <laughs> I love it. Why In all fairness, this shit right here that happened last week was not on the table when we voted for him. It was under the surface. It was the, the, the tension was under the surface. Yeah, see, I was on my way to come get you for Christmas, but <laughs> well, some shit happened. Some shit happened. Well, some shit happened. So yeah, I gotta come. I'll be at. I'll be there next Christmas. You right? I mean, all this and shit. Then some shit else gonna happen. All this shit was like. And then you grown. You right? You know, <laughs> you know something? Yeah, we gonna be waiting for Papa Joe to come. You know, pick us up. We gonna still be sitting on the curb waiting. But you know, it's the, it, it is a lot of things that needs to be addressed. Um... The two things that stick out in my mind that, you know, I, I really want him to address, even though he said that um, he's not going to get involved with the Department of Justice and he's been kind of like on the fence about that. Like, I really want him to give another look at the Tamir Rice case since they, they chose not to, um, you know, prosecute those officers and also to the Jacob Blake situation. They chose not to. I mean, we saw that happen and they chose not to, you know, prosecute the officer. And then they did some little backhanded shit like, well, we're also not going to press charges against Jacob Blake. What the fuck ever. <laughs> um, this man paralyzed from the waist down and then you giving him, you know, oh, we're not going to press charges, but that's whatever. Those are two things that I want him to really um, pay attention to or somebody, you know, in his cabinet to address. At some point? or uh, Damn near immediately. Or immediately. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, like, I, I want those. I want those are two things right now. That I, I really want him to address. Like, though, I feel like because if you address those situations, a lot of people might view them as minor and minute. But I feel like if you address those situations, you're addressing the issue or one of the many issues as to why we've been so vocal, why we've been so upset about the shit that's been going on this past summer. Yeah, and I and I hear you as a president, and I want to address this for you. But right now, if somebody just broke into the White House or the Capitol building. And um, I need to find out who I need to prosecute first. So we got to go through all 6,000 people that were there and see which one was responsible. And then after that, after we go through those trials and, 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 you know, uh, investigations, then I got to tackle the COVID situation and see what we got to do about that. And then after that, if we have time, then we'll talk about Jacob Blake and, and Tamir Rice. Well, the House and the Senate can go ahead and take care of the, the Trump situation and, and the articles of impeachment that they get ready to present again and try to get them up out of there soon. That's what I'm saying. It really ain't. Like, it's, I mean, that impeachment situation, that shit takes months. months. And you're talking about trying to, like, get them up out of there. I mean, Pence could do the 25th Amendment and oust them up out of there quickly. But, I mean, it's, it's a lot of shit on Joe's plate. I'm not, I'm not giving him a pass. I'm really not. Um, yeah, man, I just keep you contract, man. <laughs> <laughs> man. I just keep you 
their voice package. Some, some got a shape. Some do got a shape. Some really do got a shape. Nah. Banks, Banks, what's up? What you think, about to, man? I was about to go to Banks. Banks, what you got on this, bro? I agree. I mean, I agree with what you're saying. Like, he got so much on his plate, man. I think we were talking mm-hmm. earlier this week, like, Obama yeah, yeah. or Biden, like, who had more on their plate. And I agree, man. Like, dude coming in with with the, with the, with the worst hand ever. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He got a pandemic that he got to deal with. He got, you know, again, a country divided. And then, like you said, you know, he ran on a lot of different things. You know what I mean? Like the black issue was, you know, really prevalent. You know what I'm saying? When he was running, like in the summer with, you know, all the the, the police shootings and things like that. But, you know, at this point, man, I, you know, he got to get this pandemic under control. So, I mean, I feel like, you know, black America, I mean, we got to understand that, kind of stand down a little bit. And Some more? allow him to... We got to stand down some more. Well, I mean, you know, our our issue is an issue. You know, it's a priority. But, man, you know, you got black, white, brown, you know, you got people dying from this pandemic. And, you know, the prior president, you know, did not handle that correctly. You know what I'm saying? I mean, he, he did warp speed. We got the vaccine, but we have no plan to get it out to the people who need it. So he has to he has to get in office and deal with that, um, and then you got a country divided, man, and that's and that's where and Black America and our issue, and that's and that's when we start mending that. So 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 that so you don't feel like that some of the COVID uh, stuff can be delegated, so that we can handle some of some of the internal issues that we have that might affect us uh, longer term. All of it's going to be delegated, right? It's about what, you know, what he puts the most emphasis on in his cabinet, right? And I think what he's doing through his cabinet, he's bringing in people who have experience and expertise in those fields. So, I mean, I mean, all of it's important, man. But, you know, right now, you know, this COVID and the country being divided has to be the two top things right now that he that he has to focus on. And like I said, the country being divided, it has a piece of, you know, that whole, you know, black America, the, the justice system, you know, unemployment, you know what I'm saying? Opportunities for African-Americans. All of that is in that country divided piece that he has to figure out, you know, how am I going to address this? So I feel for him, man. It, he he walking into a tough job, you know what I'm saying? And I hope he's the leader to be able to figure all this out, you know what I mean? That's what that's what I'm saying, man. Like I feel like he he, he definitely has, and as 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 black men, as black men, that's that's the thing that we need to we need to finally be able to have our situations addressed. We need to have all of our needs finally. You know, you got a a black vice president, you got a very colorful cabinet, you know, and then you get up there in your acceptance speech and you tell black America. Like, yo, I would not be here if it wasn't for y'all. COVID's going to be what it's going to be. You can't, like, and, 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 and as Banks was talking, and I'm, and I'm sitting there thinking, COVID's going to be what it's going to be. If we're going to be, we, fuck, we might be locked down for another year. Let's keep it, let's keep it real. Because folks ain't wearing masks. Numbers keep going up. They still ain't, you know, you got other holidays that's going to take place. 
the vaccine is out now. Folks ain't taking it. It's being mishandled wherever it's being delivered at. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, they're trying to work on other vaccines. Folks is doing whatever it is they want to do. They're still flying, traveling, having house parties and kicking it. And the numbers are still going up. It might not go nowhere for a while. Might not go nowhere ever. They keep talking about we might return to normal and fall. That's neither here nor there. Some things you you gotta you gotta you gotta you only gotta worry about things that you can control. The racial tension in this country, you know, you've seen a man lose his life with a law enforcement officer's knee on his neck. You've seen blacks be shot on video and choked out by the hands of law enforcement. Um, yes, Biden does indeed have a lot on his plate, but you know. You got to realize now at this point, I feel like um, this country is what it is. It's going to be what it's going to be. Like Ian said, the, 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 the shit that's been took place in this country has been here for 400 plus years. We have to be brought up to a level. And I said this a few episodes back. We need to be addressed and we need to be brought up to a level. Make, make us a concern. You know, make us make us matter, and I ain't talking about the. the, the, the you know, make make us matter, make us matter. We tired of marching. You know, y'all don't y'all don't want to prosecute the 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 the, the assholes to kill Breonna Taylor, you know, uh, and all all the, all the other you know officers that didn't that didn't got off scot free that didn't kill blacks. So, the people that stormed the Capitol. They feel entitled. Like, yeah, we can do this because law enforcement ain't, ain't, ain't scared because the law going to protect them. But I do want to see Joe get in there. COVID's going to be what it's going to be. You got your doctors. He retained Fauci. You got scientists and stuff like that. You got to do what you got to do. If you want to lock down the country, you're going to put in a mandatory lockdown or stay or whatever you're going to do, fine. That's cool. Um, you want to send us out another $1,400, that's cool as well. But you got to address that is that's the elephant in the room is the racial tension, the racial unrest with us as blacks. It needs to be addressed. It needs to be talked about. It needs to be handled. Something needs to be done. What can be done? Hell if I know. I think um, our governor here, Mike DeWine, did a great thing for us. He, uh, he signed us stand your ground law. Sound like that, no. that, that, that run the fight shit. So now we can shoot back. So once we start arming yeah. ourselves, yes. Shoot back the police? No, anybody, white people. I mean, anybody. <laughs> I'm like, whoa. <laughs> but now, that's the same thing with like the, the Black Panther Party. They, they changed shit. Once when, when they went, um, once they organized, they put shit in, um, in the law to make them disband and make them criminals. So now, since the Weinstein and State Ground Law, we carry our, our, our guns, CCW wise, you know, if we feel threatened, we can eliminate that threat. So if enough black people start dropping people around, this is damn. These niggas can have guns. You gotta do something about this. You gonna take this shit away? Yeah, it's like you did with the black panther party. But if you take our stuff away, you're gonna take away from everybody. So, I said, I was talking to um, another friend of mine. I said, look, we got two years to take advantage of everything you need to take, to, take advantage of right now. That's our, that's our window. Like you was talking before, like, put, um, we first started the podcast. So, you're hearing your little crumbs right now. You know, since you do it again, we'll get back to normal. So our normal, well, our crumbs right now is two years before the, the Senate flip back, to take the House back, all this shit. They won't do it. They always do. It. So we have a two, we have a two-year window. 
Take that everything we need financial wise, SBA wise, getting loans, get your credit together, start a business, um, invest, stacks of money, all that shit. You got a two year window. Become homeowners before the shit for the back. It's an interesting take. That um that stand your ground law here in Ohio. <laughs> yeah. That shit ain't gonna bode well for us, to be honest with you. Well, I, I mean, see that shit doing. I see, I see that shit doing more harm than good. Yeah, to be honest, I'm good. Huh? <laughs> yeah, it's gonna it's gonna do more harm than good, man. I, I I just see like it's it's. I ain't trying to be a negative Nancy about that. I'm really not. But that shit is by like. Here's the thing. Look at look at where America is right now. Okay. The the, the other side. They know that we bothered. They know that we upset. They know that we irritated right now. We tired of being mistreated. They already walk the streets and do whatever it is they want to do. They, they march up and down the street with AK-47s mm -hmm. and assault rifles yes. and shit like that. So when you see an angry, like, here's the, here's the one thing that I'm thinking about. And you even said it yourself before. When we were talking about one of, I think it was around the, the, the Jacob Blake situation. Mm -hmm. Curtis <laughs> has said, Blue has said, <laughs> that this is not going to be the last situation. And right after he said that, the very next podcast, it was another incident. So here's what's going to end up happening. To echo his sentiments, it's not going to be the last situation that's going to happen. And because we got Joe in the office, we're going to feel like we have the right to get out here and to start the protesting. And then when we get out here and get the protesting, guess who's going to be on them sidewalks, quote unquote, feeling threatened? And then that's where shit going to start getting very real. So now we're going to have to show up to these, these, these protests and these rallies. Like when I went to the one um, last summer. So you saying we should show up to the protests and rallies armed like they did at the Capitol? We should show up to the protests and rallies armed, but not like they did at the Capitol. I'm not endorsing that shit at all. But there have been, there have been, and I use this term, peaceful protests where whites have gathered with their Confederate flags and all the other little paraphernalia with AK-47s, assault rifles and all sorts of other shit, and nothing was done to them. But we do that also. We, that's what I'm saying. We need to start doing that. Yeah, that's, so, so that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I'm saying yeah. show up like they did. I'm yeah. not saying do what they did. Right, right, right. But right, I'm right, saying yeah. show up like Absolutely. they did. Absolutely. We need to be in a position to do that. show up. They do, they doing it. They got the AR-15s, AK-47s. We keep the same shit. We show up with our shit, and they going to back down. They they going to get back down and knock down one of the two. But no, the thing was saying, you know, we just said earlier, the perception of threat. You are a threat every time you walk out the house. Yep. Our You had to have this, you had to have that. You had to use 
CCL. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden, all I got to do, this is my first threat, and I had to kill him. Mm -hmm. Okay. okay. <laughs> I might have said, yeah, it's cool. I might have said, I'm going to fuck you, I'm going to fuck you up. Oh, he just threatened my life, or he threatened, I got my kids in the car, he threatened to kill me and my kids, because he said he was going to fuck me up. Mm -hmm. I don't know what fuck me up means, so I thought he was going to kill Yeah. And I'm, and I'm dead, and we yeah, at home chilling. So that's going to be a, yeah, the, uh, the big shit. Yeah, yeah. it's gonna be a lot. Of, it's gonna be a lot of misconceptions, and and you know the first, and I and I hate to say that I'm not trying to be morbid or nothing, but I'd be very interested to see the first case go to court, and how because when you go when you go to well, you're right when you go to you know the concealed weapons license class, the it changes. You know they were saying before you know you shoot somebody below the waist as assault, shooting below the waist is murder. You can't shoot them in the back while they're running, you know, because they flee and they get in the way, all sorts of shit like that. So now, with the stand your ground law, um, I think, and just being completely honest, I think a lot more stand your ground cases that blacks will be on the opposite side of are going to be looked at by law enforcement. Because they're going to, they're going to, I just feel like cause it's not, it's not going to work in favor of us unless we're the ones that's no longer breathing. Because we're already viewed as a threat. We're already viewed as, like you're saying, we wake up and walk out the house, we, we're viewed as a threat. How many times we walk in the store, all of the shit, they've probably been there. You can walk into a store, uh, whatever the case may be, retail store, department store, and then you got, well, yeah, you know, now all of a sudden, your presence then provoked fear, anxiety, a sense of, you know, door locking and all sorts of stuff like that. So we are already a threat without a weapon. So it's going to be a lot more of us just keeping it, keeping it. Yeah, because now we can protect ourselves, but we can feel justified shooting back. That's why I said this shit gonna turn to the OK Corral. So <laughs> Banks, out there in Arizona, man, uh, y'all got the y'all got to stay y'all ground law out there, and also how you feel about it uh, back here at home? Man, I don't know. I don't know what they got out here, man. But I think I feel you. Though. I think black on black crime, you know, it'll probably be. You know, judged fairly, but anytime it's white on black crime, like you said, man, we we gonna get the the under, you know, we gonna get we not gonna get the upper hand in that situation. You know what I'm saying? So I think even with that, you gotta be very very careful, right? Mm -hmm. You know, I think uh, another law that's uh, that's gonna work work against us, not in our favor. You know what I mean? Right. How right. you don't know the law? You trying to be counsel? <laughs> <laughs> Sound like you need to be studying instead of being on this podcast. Yeah. Yeah, I do. What you making over there, by the way? I mean, I'm just making some Polish boys, man, some hamburgers, trying to get ready for the game. Okay, okay, okay. So let's talk about that. Let's just let's do a – let's close out the little political talk here. Let's talk about uh, – as we record this today, our Cleveland Browns are in the playoffs for the first time in 18 years. Um. We was we was all in high school last time it happened. No, no, no. I'm sorry. I'm tripping. We was college, college when it happened. So the Cleveland Browns is in the playoffs. Uh, they playing against the punk ass Pittsburgh Steelers, who um, one of their little soft ass wide receivers was talking stuff about us uh, the other day. That who got his 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 clock clean for dancing, and I and I pray he get hung out to dry tonight. Um, who, who all we got out? I know, I know. There's a word. Harrison out. Um, Mac Wilson playing. 
He can't really tackle either, but but yeah, man, we got the we got the Browns taking on the Pittsburgh Steelers tonight in our, our first playoff game in 18 years, um, and we beat the Steelers last week to go into the playoffs. So by the time y'all are listening to this on Wednesday, uh, prayerfully, uh, the Browns have advanced in the playoffs and beat the Steelers. Um, I was listening to a uh, sports radio, I think Friday and Saturday, Saturday. I was out running some errands, and um, a lot of people, some people was calling in, some people was on Twitter, and they were saying that you know the Browns, they got an opportunity, and like if if they don't do it this year, they can do it next year because the team is so good. And they were saying like you know we we can get better, and you know once Big Ben retire, and once you know Hayward retire, and things like that, you know then we can move into that position. But I feel like we got a chance to retire them now instead of waiting for them to retire. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like we, we got to we, – we, we got here on our own. Why can't we Why can't we put them away? You feel me? Like, why we got to wait for them to step aside? Why can't we make them step aside? Well, I mean, obviously, obviously those, those comments are being stated because of the past. Mm-hmm. So until we do – then we're going to have an opportunity to, or they can possibly do. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, like, yeah, Pittsburgh has won. It's true. Yeah. You know, it's it's right. <laughs> yeah, you got to gotta go about what you've done. Shit, if you ain't, if you ain't done shit in forever, I, I can't say, okay, well, this year you're going to do shit. Right. I'm going to say you might be able to do shit until you do shit. Now, has Juju won a Super Bowl? Was he part of that Super Bowl team? Or no? So he need to cordially shut the fuck up. But he's on a piece. Of, he's a part of yeah. He's a part of the culture. Mm-hmm. Culture speaks. Man, I guess so. I ain't going. I mean, for me, this is another another this is another week. It ain't. Yes, it is. It's not. That's how you approach it, man. As a Browns fan, you about to. I'm about to have a heart attack or stroke if you want to lose. <laughs> so for me, this week ain't see. I'm bringing season. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm trying not to get too pumped about it like this morning. I, I, I see it. It's in you, man. You've been able to pump yeah. since we got in the playoffs. Super Bowls, Super Browns, all that shit. Yeah, man. You know? Yeah, no. Lifelong Browns, man, baby. I, I feel you. You know? But like I said, this is a, a extra, this is another week of regular season. Yeah. 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 I guess, I guess. Because they didn't have their starters playing last week. They let us in the playoffs, and we still almost fucked it up. Well, we, well they had two players out. Appreciate it. Look who players out there. Who's missing? Hayward and uh, Exactly. That changed the whole fucking game. Yeah. We're taking steps towards. Can't take baby steps, man. We're, all we're doing is taking steps towards uh, uh, eliminating the talks of, of the generational curse, right? Mm-hmm. The family curse. Nobody graduated in my family, so I'm going to be the first one. I'm so happy you graduated high school. Go on off to college. And if you don't graduate college, it's okay because you're the first person to graduate high school. Like that's where we at right now. Like, now, now when we graduate college, then okay, let's have a fucking party. But right now, shit, we just now graduating high school. First person. Banks, what you got on this, bro? No, I agree with Raleigh, man. He got to break his uh, his curse or whatever it is, generational gap and you know winning man like the culture like we finally turning the corner on having a winning culture so we don't win this year i don't think it's a step back i think we still got some some room to to improve Mm -hmm. 
Well, I think we got to get shot today, though, man, to be honest with you. You know, I'm mad that uh, Stefanski not calling the plays, but, you know, we still got the best backfield in the, in the damn league, man. So I think we got to get shot. You know what I'm saying? I'm with you, man. I'm with you. I have a question for you, Max. How you feel about Polish boys? Are you um, frying, frying the sauces or are you um, boiling? No, I boiled them at first and then I just put them on the grill. Let them smoke a little bit. I'm going back to Cleveland, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> you don't know, you know how to make a Polish boy. Yeah, fry them, motherfucker, man. <laughs> All right. You ain't going too long, man. And then while we. <laughs> And while we're on the topic of sports, um, Ohio State in the national championship game tomorrow night against OS, I mean against Alabama. Um, who y'all got? Ohio State, man. Man, shit. Why? Why would I go against <laughs> against the grain? Just saying. I said it's like saying I'm going with the Steelers. Right. Yeah, please don't do that. So I said this is like pretty much saying like um like this could be a great weekend for Ohio or the bad weekend for Ohio. Mm-hmm. We can win both games, lose both games. Oh, the split. I don't think the split's going to justify either. Either win both of them or lose both of them. Yeah, who you got? How you feel about it? About it? Guard it out. You guys will both. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I go under and want to win. I can't, I can't go you know, all in and say, hell yeah, we're going to get my hopes up and we lose. So I'm a, I'm a Browns fan, so I know how to go into this year. Right. <laughs> of course, I started to question people that, that go into that thing thinking they're going to win without no, no shot of losing. They, you don't know the Browns, damn sure don't know Ohio State. So if they win, I'm happy that I'm pulling for them. But if they lose, back on mine, I thought they'd lose too. So it, they ain't going to fuck up my day or my evening one, one way or the other. That's fair. That's fair. Mm-hmm. Anybody got anything else they want to add over what that happened this year so far? I know we're 10 days in. <laughs> <laughs> Riley, you got anything? I'm okay right now. All right. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. You got anything you want to add to chime in on? I just hope it's better than 2020, man. But it's going it's going all right for black folks, for me, so far. Okay. That's all right. All right. Ian? Blue? Comment. All, right. <laughs> all right, so as always, I want to thank y'all for listening and joining us again. Thank you for all the first-time listeners that decided to come on board in 2021 and listen to uh, Nice and Roundtable podcast. Thanks for finding us wherever you found us at, whether it be Apple, Spotify, iHeart. Uh, thanks for your subscriptions, your downloads. If you just joining us, go back and listen to all the previous episodes. Let us know what you think. Leave a comment. Leave a like. Uh, whatever feedback it is that you want to add. Um, you know, listen to all of them, continue to get the word out, continue to spread it. Um, you know, last year we, like I said, we jumped off the porch. It was a brand new podcast and, um, we made a lot of waves with no advertisement. I'm gonna keep stressing that with no advertisement. We made a lot of waves. Uh, this year is going to be totally different. So we're going to sit back and I ain't going to sit back, but you know, y'all going to see a big difference in the content, the delivery, the sound, you name it, uh, this coming year. And also, too, with a few surprises and, you know, a couple of things that we're working on behind the scenes. Uh, before we get up out of here, uh, this show, as all the previous ones have been, sponsored by Stark Cleveland. Um, Riley, tell the folks what you offer and tell the folks where they can find you. Um, well, you can find me on Instagram, at Stark Cleveland. Um, I am 
rarely on Twitter, but I'm on there. Um, I am the start guy. Uh, you can um, you can also go to my website, uh, starkcleveland.starknolimits.com. Uh, we offer our our highest selling product is our alkaline water, um, our Stark Elite H2O. Uh, we also offer joint support pills. Uh, we're a health and, health and wellness company, so everything is all natural. Um, you know, we provide a healthier alternative to what you're already consuming. So, um, anything that you're eating or drinking, uh, for the most for the most part, we have a healthier alternative to that. So, um, it is a new year. Um, you know, some of you have proclaimed your uh, New Year's resolutions to probably get in the gym. Well, um, our products are going to help you with that. Uh, those aches and pains from those first couple of days in the gym, um, you know, can be taken away by using our Stark Movement, which is our joint support pills. Um, we're going to hydrate you faster with our Stark Elite H2O. We also offer CBD products. We have the CBD water. Um, so, yeah, anything you need, we got you. Good stuff, good stuff. Uh, Blue, with your music, tell them where they can find you at on, uh, on uh, Instagram and what you offer. Um, that's some months. I'm gonna, you know, let hey, uh, see how it occurs. So I'm gonna go live on um, IG for my studio sessions. Pre-productions, the, the setup, the actual session, from the session to the concert, I'm also planning in the near future. So um, I'm gonna post everything live on there so you can see that I'm actually doing work. You know, I'm the best at it. Give me your uh, Instagram handle. It's not a music group. All right. Uh, I said I'm the best at it. Yeah, it is. My man, man Blue. Yeah, what you got? Anything you want to plug? Banks, you got anything you want to plug? I said I'm the best at it. I ain't got no products, man. <laughs> All right. So that wraps it up for us. Ladies and gentlemen, we want to thank y'all for listening. Thank y'all for joining. As I said, subscribing. Uh, First-time listeners, we appreciate y'all for coming on board. Uh, stay tuned. Continue to subscribe. Continue to get the word out wherever you go. Uh, continue to pass this, this podcast out and around to everybody. Let everybody know what it is that you're listening to. Um, everybody that's listening to us overseas and other countries, we appreciate y'all for hanging in there and following us. And um, we will talk to y'all soon. And we are out. Wasn't going to even do this, but I figured y'all needed me after everything that's been going on. The homie Great John the beat, by the way. Don't come outside, volume three out now. Great John on the beat, by the way. I'm a fan, heavenly father, but right now I'm booing you. What did Kobe, Gigi, and the mother passages do to you? My condolences at this time is all I can offer. Kobe got me out here spending more time with my daughter. Taking Kobe from us had the whole world stressed. You could have took an average player, not one of the best. Somebody like Lamar Odom or Delonte West. I'm just playing, but I'm saying we would have missed them less. God blessed, I'm convinced God don't got the answers. First you take the black mama from us in the Black Panther. Fuck 2020, this whole year started off whack. Best part of the year is here. Not seeing me rap, hearing me rap this shit up. 2020's a dub, nigga. Landed the only spot that ain't shut down in clubs, nigga. Pandemic got niggas eating like Action Bronson. They ain't scared of catching the corona like Magic Johnson. Is it real? Is it fake? I don't know. I know shit sad. People dying from it or some shit that they been had. They said Trump had it, but I think he was faking it. They got a vaccine now, but I still ain't taking it. We all saw that nurse who passed out from that shit. Live on TV, missed me with the
that funny shit I don't trust the government, they chasing that fucking bag Whole coronavirus shit feel like a money grab They trying to get paid, virus is man-made They acting like this shit worse than cancer and AIDS Kids can't go to school, people can't go to work Strip clubs closed, bitches ain't got no way to twerk Now they looking for sponsors, so I'm telling chicks I'm broke That was prop money on the gram, Kodak Black joke I'm not a big fan of this next line I wrote I hate the fact I gotta save as the piece to pop smoke The good die young, it really wasn't his time Him being Dan Takashi still living is a crime Guards, you gotta do better, you been fucking up lately Bro, all I hear is pop smoke when I turn on my radio They play pop so much, I feel like he's still here Got his woo walking, wearing Dior just to be clear COVID-19 shit got Frederick Garson One of the few MCs you can really get bars from He representing real rap for real New Yorkers My condolences to your wife and your two daughters Kings killing kings and it's being filmed on camera Haters seeing niggas killing King Vaughn in Atlanta Megan saying Tory shot it, he saying she capping The people that was in the truck with them told me what happened He wanted that wet ass pussy, she ain't give him none She heard Tory ego and that's when he pulled out a gun Then she tried to leave and that's when he start clapping I made that whole shit up but that sound like what really happened If he really did shoot it, I was some lame shit She snitching now but she a girl so it ain't the same shit We ain't looking at her like how we look at 6 now. Looking at Tory like he played himself, fuck was on his mind That bullet ain't phaser, her leg ain't even hurting A week after she got shot, Meg was back twerking Been a crazy year, weren't you safe? I thought Jada Pinkett gave Will Smith pussy away Try to call it an entanglement so it don't sound like nothing No, it's called cheating, Jada, you and August is fucking Got Will Smith out here looking like a whole sucker Wonder how Jane and Willow feel about their mother Fuck that red table, let's discuss some other shit I wonder if Will asked Jada, did she suck his dick? Now he questioning how you and Pac was out here moving He was looking stressed at the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air reunion Acting like he give a fuck about her arm vid feel He probably think that she difficult to work with still Cardi B fell for divorce, you know how